I was just having a great chat with one of my tall poppy uh, society members about social media. Ah, that old chestnut, yeah. And we were talking about the fact that I, one of my goals for Tall Poppy Society is to not use Facebook groups as our, uh, you know, our community aspect. And there's nothing wrong with Facebook groups. They are, pr- well, they are, not probably, they are the best uh, app or the best um, forum for international gathering or online gathering of groups. They just are amazing. All the bells and whistles are great. They're just great. And people are on uh, Facebook already. However, <laughs> apart from wanting to do, use another medium, which is, has a whole lot of other learning curve issues, the thing is with Facebook, I know even if you use it just for groups, when you click on that um, the app and it opens up, you always see a few posts, either ads or you know friends or colleagues, or they always come up before you go to the to the groups. And look, let's let's be real. I know mental health worldwide at the moment is in its wake up mode. Let's say that I'm not going to say challenging mode. It's in a wake up stage. I think during the pandemic, uh, I love how someone said, I can't remember who it was, we were all sent to our rooms to have a good, hard think about ourselves. And that's great. And the amount of self-awareness is is increasing uh, or the emotions are now bubbling up that perhaps we were too busy for or too noisy for to listen to. And we were forced online during the pandemic and it was you know, we are paying that price mentally. And it's not the social media, it's not the online that caused it. Those things were already inside us latent or not even so latent. But that uh, that that mechanism um, triggered that, brought that to the surface. It was already inside us, you know, that phrase, so within, so without, so true. Now, the goal would be, all right, let's not be on Facebook as well at, at all. Let's not be on Instagram. Let's not be on those social medias because they're triggering or they, they're not healthy for our uh, mental health. Ask yourself, what are you being triggered by? What is it showing you? And it's easy to go, oh, it's evil. It's, we should get off it. No, it's not. It's actually just helping us be aware. And social media is a great publicity tool, but we all know that we tend to show our best face and it's very easy to let, at heart of it, it's fear that causes us to compare, to make us feel not enough, to make us feel not ready, that make us feel like that person's ahead of us. Why has that person got this and we don't? All the feels come up. And in our human experience, we, and this is something that I'm really uh, discovering on a whole new level, that it's easy to, well, it's not, well, it is easy. Uh, I was raised, I think a lot of us was raised to show a good face, uh, to, to be smiling, to be happy, to be, you know, even if you're in a low mood, you, you snap out of it. And I remember hearing that probably from my teachers or my or my parents just snap out of it and so you learn to perform you learn to be happy when you know deep down you weren't so what I'm learning now or what I'm putting I've known this in my head for a while but I'm suddenly finding I'm having to live it 
is that there is a polarity, there's a duality, there's a, there's a, 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 a salt and pepper <laughs> for this. And it's, or, you know, what I call my woes and my wows. It is a human experience to feel this, to feel low, to feel these feelings of comparison, of I'm not enough or imposter syndrome. And what we think we've been taught to do is get out of that state very quickly. And so we either go into acting mode where we act like it's all right or then we our nervous system goes into fight, flight, you know, denial or numbing and all we search for, and you tell me, you've all done that on Google, haven't you? How do I get out of this feeling or how do I, you know? And so we, we go into this search to get out of this feeling. I remember recently, I've got one of those apps that you, uh, you know, uh, they are, oh, what are they? The sort of card cards that, um, they're not fortune telling, they're, they just sort of give you insight. And so it's, um, I, I remember I was feeling low, I was feeling down and I'm like, right, I need to feel, I, can I give me some guidance? So I flicked through and, I, and it dawned on me, like, whoa, big time dawning on me. I'm trying to find a way to get out of this feeling. And it was like the voices in my head were having this conversation. The low part of me was saying, I've got to get out of this feeling. Find me a card that, you know, message that's going to lift me up. And the wiser Marilyn said, why do you want to do that? This is part of the human experience. What could you learn from where you are right now? Or how can you embrace what you're feeling right now? And it's like, oh my gosh, how many times do I want to escape and get out of that feeling? So now I'm learning to go, all right, so I'm feeling a little bit woe, but I also can feel well at the same time. So I don't drop my dreams while I'm feeling low. I just allow that low feeling to be embodied, to be embraced, not to be pushed apart. And it might just mean wrapping myself up in a blanket, putting my Ugg boots on, taking my makeup off, pouring myself a glass of wine or a hot chocolate and watching Netflix. Don't make any decisions during that time. Don't try and do any inspired action or any controlled action or I must do's. Drop all of that and just sort of sit in the middle of the mood. And I find that hey, the mood actually goes pretty quickly or I see the reason for that or what was the trigger. Now, I've gone off track a little bit. I wanted to get back to social media. Be aware of that impact on your body. One of the things I do uh, for you know, ment mental health-wise and social media, is, you know, as I said, social media is an amazing platform. We are connected uh, more intimately now, we're connected uh, more expansively now than we ever have been. There's, you know, who, when was the last time you probably sent a handwritten letter or made a phone call? It's We know what people are up to uh, on social media. And I, I know people who still send out Christmas newsletters and it's like, well, it's all on the social media <laughs> channel anyway, so why why do that? But there are some things we need to do to guard our emotional health uh, in far as social media. Um, as I started this, 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 this piece, this episode, I was talking about someone I was coaching and she, she asked me the question, well, what about, you know, the pressure to, especially as a business person, to post all the time and the advice to batch and create content? And, and I said, my answer to her was, I've 
that I've changed my opinion about that, you know, Miss Productivity Marilyn. Yes, it's a great idea to sit down and batch your content. But if you're doing it because you feel you've got to show up, because you feel that that's the thing to do, because you feel that's what your coach said, that's not a good enough reason to do it. Quite frankly, if you are posting because you have to, those posts are a waste of time. They're landing with the wrong energy. However, if you're feeling in that inspiration, that moment of inspiration, you're feeling that uplift and suddenly you want to bang out a whole lot of posts or ideas, that's the time to do it. Just listen into your body, your intuition or your emotions or your gut, not the head that says, you should do this, you're batching, you're making progress, even though you don't feel like doing it, even though you feel not in a good place for it, or you feel like you're creating stuff just to be showing up, then switch it. For example, the other day, I do a private podcast for the Tall Poppy Society. You can only listen to it if you're a part of that. And they are quick, motivational episodes, maybe two minutes, sometimes less, sometimes more, uh, behind the scenes, things that I'm up to, stuff that I wouldn't share with the public. And I was almost a day late in posting. I do it every weekday. And I was a day late in posting Mondays. So I got up, I was not well, I just wasn't in that space. I didn't push myself, oh, I better create an episode for the sake of it. No, I was not in a good space to do it on Monday. So Tuesday morning, yep, I had an idea for one. I put my phone to my mouth and I started recording. All of a sudden, a whole lot of ideas came out. So I I recorded quickly, I guess you call batching, five episodes. Edited them, popped them online and they're all scheduled now. I don't have to worry about it for the week. Yay, it feels amazing. But if I'd had an appointment in my diary that says batch your social media or batch your podcast episodes, I probably would have ignored that. Now, I say this with a grain of salt because, yes, it is good to plan. Yes, it is good to schedule. Yes, it is good. But you've also got to listen to that inspiration and how you are led with your energy. Because when you're doing things out of an energy of I should do this, or that's the way to do it, it will land that way. Now, here's the caveat with that. Is that the right word? (laughs) Is that it is easy to say, I'll only post when I feel inspired, because that will bring out the most potent energy, versus I will only post when I'm inspired, and that is a sneaky way of me avoiding putting my face out there or as you know that phrase showing up I hate using that phrase but yeah do you see what I mean you've got to go inside so within so without you've got to your self-awareness is such is probably the number one skill you can have in life but definitely a lot of you follow me have your own businesses or you want to start your own business or you want to move into leading your life your your way is it is the number one skill ultimately what I'm talking about is you leading and I'm always using that phrase I'm I'm not talking about leadership I'm talking about you 
being not even charged. That sounds like a very masculine word, but it's a blend of you you are leading the way, not your fears leading the way. You're aware of your fears. So it's you leading social media, not social media leading you. And when mental health is affected by social media, that's – look, and you've got to remember, social media has been created to be addictive. That's their business model. At the moment, I'm reading a great book on how to make products that are addictive, you know, can create um, habits or create addictions. You might think, oh my gosh, no, don't worry, I'm not going to do that. I, I, I want to understand the psychic behind that. I want to understand – and a lot of the products that we're using on a regular basis are using principles to do that. I just want to be aware of what's hap- what, what they're doing to me or what they're trying to do to me. So be aware that we are pulled in, even though we might not feel good we're on a, a certain social media um, channel. We, are, we get a dopamine hit and we're not – and this all happens subconsciously, unconsciously, and we are – addicted to to it and that's what they want so recognize that factor when you are on social media just be aware who's leading who are you leading yourself in using social media or are you pulled in and it's leading you remember its goal is to get you to stay on the platform and those moments where you feel sucked in to all those, uh, you know, Barbie images. <laughs> I love that movie. Or the cats or even just our competitors. How many of you? Put your hands up if you've gone into someone who's in a similar industry to you, who's doing, appears to be doing great. You're in their social media going, oh my gosh, look how good they're doing. When you're sucked into that, sometimes just go, oh my gosh, you know, drop the phone. But it's uh, like, it's okay. It's okay to go down that rabbit warren sometimes, but be lead your mental health. Don't let, uh, don't let this, these platforms or anything external be leading you. And when it does, remember I said before, hold that polarity. That sometimes it's okay to occupy that space until you get through it. Now, practically, there are things you can do with social media to be the leader of your time there. And uh, I've, you know, been on most platforms, tried them all out. I've, I've made a decision through observation that I don't like Facebook much at all. I just feel bad when I'm on it or I'm feeling triggered or I'm feeling no matter, I'm just drawn into it. And as I said, even though I use it for Facebook groups, I get drawn into seeing people's posts straight away. Um, and so I try not to go on there when I'm feeling low. When I'm feeling great and high and f- life is wow, good, I'll go on and I'll get ideas. But I guard the amount of time that I'm on there for that reason. I protect my, I protect my mental health by being on there. I protect the triggers. And you might think, well, Marilyn, heal your mental health. There will always be fear-triggered things in our life. The goal in life is not to not fear. There you go. There's a mic drop there. (laughs) The goal in life is not to not feel fear. 
coming back practically to Facebook. So I, you, you know, you can, I, I tend to have friends and family that I follow there or they follow me or friends, I'm friends. And also to say colleagues or people that I interview on this podcast, I will friend them. And, and it's a, it is a network. There's a network there. And however, if there are people that trigger you, but you don't want to unfriend them because it's just, you, you, you either want to keep seeing what they're doing or you, you just it's just not right it's just you, there can be a power in unfollowing and following what I would do or I'd give myself a break I can you can you could snooze people's posts for 30 days or shorter or longer period I think but you can also unfollow people but still be their friend and I do that a lot I will unfollow people um, rather than unfriend them which I think is the wisest thing to do so I'm aware of that. I'm also aware of, say, for example, LinkedIn. It's just not my vibe. I just don't feel good on there. Um, and yes, I could change, but at the moment, that's not where I'm at. What I do love is Instagram, maybe because I'm a creative soul, an arty soul. And I I, I sent out an email recently where I said I unfollowed. I go through different phases of Instagram but it's uh, at the moment, I, a couple of months ago, I unfollowed everyone, I think, except my son. <laughs> everyone. And I'm going, this is going to really tick people off. But I just need to. And because I felt like I was you know, doing all the right things and following all the right people. And then, wow, what was I exposing myself to? I didn't even love it anymore. I, ha- I had this feeling of going into Instagram and hating it when it can be a source of such beauty and such creativity. So I unfollowed everyone and then I started just seeing where my desire took me. And it's interesting now because you can you can see who I'm following and there's a lot of artists and photographers and travellers, things that when I open my gallery and go through it, it lifts me up. I get that wow feeling. I really do live the wow message. I get that wow feeling. And so now when I go into Instagram, I'm loving it. It feels good. It feeds me. It's like Pinterest. I feel good when I'm on Pinterest because it's not this follower thing. There's this you're searching for things that light you up. So now Instagram lights me up. And I just want to close with giving us permission to stop trying to use social media as a marketing medium. Yes, it is. It always will be. It has, it's moved to that very quickly. But post what you like. When you're sitting there figuring out what would my old ideal audience want, unless you're in love with doing those sort of posts and there are personalities that love that and lights you up, just post your art. Just post your things that delight you without any fear of, oh, what will people think? Will people unfollow me? Because when we have those thoughts, we might as well not be on Instagram, might as well not be on social media completely. Again, so within, so without. The energy, the emotions, the frequency that you post in is the frequency to that will be received. We sniff out very quickly people who are posting for posting's sake, posting for content's sake, posting for, I have to be up, I have to be sunshiny, I have to be, we, f- we smell it. We may not be able to identify what's wrong, 
but we feel it. And this does not mean we only post when we feel up. Sometimes it's we can post in a spirit of how we are. But it's the spirit of how we are posting. It's the spirit of what we are, are posting. It's the spirit of what we consume that matters the most. So, yeah, consume responsibility responsibly. Lead your use of social media. It is a beautiful, beautiful tool. I've seen things around the world. I have met people around the world that I would never have met before. It is beautiful. But as with everything in life, it's about self-awareness and about who you choose and what you choose to lead. And I say lead your world from the inside out. Listen into the wow are you feeling that well? Observe that and let that be your guide. I hope you enjoyed this little episode. Uh, it's, it's just my thoughts that came out of a coaching uh, call. I didn't write any notes. I just spoke from my heart. Uh, and I wanted to share that because sometimes I think we overplan, we overanalyze, we overprepare. Sometimes it's just best to follow that instinct. See you on the next episode. Oh, and if you are interested in Tall Poppy Society, check it out, Marilyn.com. That's Marilyn with an E dot com slash Tall Poppy. I'd love to have you. It's a great home to get your head in the right place. See ya. Mm -hmm.